Listener Production. Change, it's inevitable, but it's also really scary. And sometimes we know something isn't working for us, but we stick with it because, I don't know, the alternative is too hard, too time-consuming. We don't fully understand what it is. It might be too risky. Sarah Grinberg realised that radio wasn't where she was meant to be. So she took a leap of faith and set a new path. Usually it's Sarah behind the mic, digging into the lives of her guests and asking the questions on her podcast, A Life of Greatness. But today I'm in the driver's seat and I want to know what happens when you take a bet on yourself. So Sarah, welcome. It's great to have you here. I want to hear what you were like as a child growing up. As a child growing up, I was an I was always a curious child, so I always wanted to know why things were the way they were. And, you know, my mom is really funny. She just, she loves like old wives tales and she says random things. And when you're young, you kind of, most people believe that because it's their mother saying them. (laughs) So for a couple of years I did. And then I questioned it thinking like, what are you talking about? But that was like everything in life. I didn't take things just because an adult was telling me I like to investigate things myself. So I was always very curious. And I was also very interested in knowing like what was beyond what we could see in our lives and, you know, what happened when we die and all that kind of stuff that always interested me when I was young. And it kind of shaped me to where I am now and the person that I am today. And I think having a curious mind and being able to explore that and not being shut down led me to, like I said, be the adult that I am today and really kind of investigate why things are and be curious about life. Do you think it was your curiosity which led you to get into media? You know, this is really interesting. I loved entertainment from when I was a young kid, from like four. (laughs) Like, I'm not joking. I watched The Wizard of Oz when I was four years old and I thought to myself, Toria, I want to be an actress. Like, that was... I knew knew that from day dot and I went to acting school and was in all the school plays and then left school and went to uni and studied film and drama and like really until at acting school they said, you know, 99% of actors are unemployed, you might want to figure out something else. It was entertainment that I knew that I wanted to be in. And then I, you know, studied PR for a bit and I got into entertainment PR and then I flipped and did marketing and was in corporate for quite a while and I never liked it. Like I, there was some elements of it that I enjoyed and it definitely got me to where I am today, but there was a part of me like the fire had not been lit and I'll never forget it. 13 years ago when I got the job here at Southern Cross Stereo, it was at that time before I had kids, one of the best days of my life. I remember thinking, oh my God, like I've come home to myself And it was because from a young age, I knew what I wanted to do. And it's interesting because when I've been talking a lot about like finding your purpose and, you know, living your dharma as such, I, it's like, I knew it when I was young. And they say to a lot of people, if you don't know what your purpose is, then work out what you liked when you were young. And I think I'm a perfect example of that. So then when I moved into podcasting, it was just, it just, all was so natural for me because it went back to what I wanted to do when I was a very young child. That's so interesting because I have, when I was a child, I was quite, well, unique. All kids actually are very unique, but I used to love Archie and Veronica comics. Yes. And so I'd save up my pocket money, I'd buy them, and then I'd 
read them in different accents and I'd like record them on an old I love <laughs> like that's that. what I love that's what I love to do on a Saturday which like like very dorky very dorky but it's such a great question to ask yourself because if I think about the stuff that I do now it's obviously it's not the same thing but there are elements that I'd always knew about even back then yeah it's like what you just kind of you know, you're behind a mic now and I remember when you came on my podcast you said that you like were always outside like your parents told you that, you, you know, you were always swimming or doing that and then you, you know, were quite the athlete. It's like you, when you were young you found that passion of yours. Yeah, exactly. So you were working on a brekkie show and you had really early morning starts and you were a mum. I'm curious to see how all of that went because I'm also a mum of two. You're permanently tired, but I don't, you know, I think if you're waking up early, yes, it would be even worse. What was that point? What was that time in your life like? They say that, you know, at times when you change, it comes from a, deep, a dark night of the soul and you to change, you don't have to have that. And, you know, your podcast, my podcast, are to give people the tools so they can change before that dark night of the soul. But I didn't have those tools yet. So I was doing breakfast radio and I had a two and a four-year-old at the time. And, you know, it was waking up five days a week at 3.30 in the morning. Oh. And, you know, some people wake up early to go to gym and do things for themselves and, you know, that's wonderful or meditate or something like that. But this is like waking up to literally get in the car and go straight to work. And the environment was just everyone was very unhappy there. It was very, very stressful. So all of that just ended up for me in complete burnout. And I remember there was a moment where I had the flu and this was before COVID where, you know, there was no one to look after my role. So I went into work with the flu. I was so unwell. And I, yeah. I even like had the hoodie over my head and I was like shaking in the corner because I was too, I was too worried. Like if I missed that day, then who was going to fill in for me and all that stuff. Like I was at my lowest point and I got home and I was just bawling my eyes out. And I thought to myself, I cannot go on living like this. Like I'm, mm. n I'm never seeing my children. I literally, you know, go to sleep at the same time they do. I wake up before they're awake. I don't, it was just, and I, when I do, I was exhausted. It was like I had jet lag the whole time. And I was stressed out because of, you know, it's a big job doing breakfast radio. And, and that moment led me to deep dive into personal development work and work out the mind-body connection, what happens when we make changes in our life and all that kind of stuff. But what was very interesting about that is that I just, Tari, I would not give up that job. Even though I hated it and I would tell everyone how much I disliked it, <laughs> I would not let go of that job because I at that time, and I've learned a lot now, was too scared. And then I'd been in it for a year or so. My boss came down to Melbourne because he was from Sydney and he wanted to meet with me. And my job ended up becoming redundant because they asked me to move to Sydney and I said, I can't move to Sydney. Like, if you don't move to Sydney, then, you you know, your job's gone. And I remember thinking to myself, I've just been doing personal development work for the last, like, couple of months and now I've lost my job. Like, how is this even possible? Like, mm. I'm learning all about the mind-body connection, manifestation. Like, how? Like, what is this? And then two weeks later the general manager of my work basically said to me, look, we've got another job in podcasting. And I remember thinking like, podcasting, like what? Like it was 
there was no podcast vi- around then. Did and you I was think like, podcasts were shit? Were you like, yes. <laughs> I'd only listen to Serial. Do you remember that podcast? Well, I, one I of the best podcasts ever made. That was a very good podcast, but I was like, that was the only thing that yeah. was kind of around then. I mean, I'm sure yeah. there were others, but I didn't know of them. Anyway, and I was like, oh, okay. But then he said, we will get you to produce Hamish and Andy's podcast. And I thought, oh, that like they're coming on to podcasting. They're about to finish radio. And I'm thinking to myself, this is unbelievable. It was like all my Christmases came at once. So I ended up transitioning into that and basically working as a producer for many years. And then the big leap of faith came when I decided I wanted to start a podcast because I'd learned all this work and it was becoming life-changing for me. And straight away I was seeing the results. Like I understood, all right, I didn't let go of that job, but I almost got to push up the bum to let it go. I wouldn't do it. So I got made redundant to then get something better. And then I realized what I'd learned. And I thought to myself, it had been four years that I'd been producing Hamish and Andy and and I was their executive producer and their number one podcast, comedy podcast in Australia. And I thought, you know, this is the best job, but I have to let go of it so I can grow my podcast and do things that I want to do, like speaking and writing and all that kind of stuff. And I thought not many people give up a job like that, and especially because they're so happy. But I think I can serve more in the area that I want to do. And so I put in my resignation and I moved on to do my podcast full time. And it's been nearly two years now, Taria, and I have not looked back. I wanted to take that leap of faith myself. And it's, you know, I haven't looked back since. I want to unpack what a leap of faith looks like, because to me, it's like a metaphor. And I'm like, okay, cool. You took a leap of faith, but like, what, what exactly was it that you did? So I didn't 100% know how my podcast would go. Like it had, yeah. you know, it had been like a year or something like that and it was doing quite, it was doing not bad, but it wasn't like, was I going to make money from this? Um, I'm giving up this role with basically the biggest celebrities in Australia where, you know, 20 million people will be lining up to take that job. Once you've <laughs> left, you ain't coming back. Yeah, you know? exactly. Losing that to do something which it, I, it's like you don't know if it's going to work out. So that's what a leap of faith is. But at the same time, the faith part comes in with the fact that I had an inner knowing that it would work out. I just knew that it would. And how did I know? Because I had that feeling within me. I had the faith and I believed that it would. And that belief has gotten me to where I am now. I could not be happier. I I mean, I was driving to work the other day and I thought to myself, what kind of amazing position am I in? and you know, Terry, you're the same, where I get to interview the most amazing names in the world, which is just so enjoyable for me because I love the information they're talking about. I have get to have the conversations and then I get to give them to my beautiful audience whose life gets changed by them. Yeah. I mean, that's not a, like that to call that a job is such a blessing. I love that. I love that. What advice would you have for people who are, I guess, wrestling with the idea of taking a leap of faith. For example, they want to change career paths. They're thinking about moving to a new city. They're wondering whether or not to, you know, have kids or break up with their partner. Like there's so many decisions that we're faced every day. Absolutely. That's a great question. I think if you're not feeling happy or fulfilled in what you're doing, and there is another area that you think will fulfill you more. And that can also be with a partner if it's not, 
if it doesn't feel right for you, then I'm a true believer that the doors won't open for you if you don't close them yourself. And sometimes like me, if they do get closed, it's going to be in a way that's not so nice, like me getting made redundant. Like I was lucky I found something two weeks later, but, you know, for those two weeks I was pretty stressed out. So oh, I, can imagine. You know, I was like, oh my God, I've worked at this company for years and I'm about to just lose my job. Yeah. It, you know, if you feel that something is the right move, then it will always be the right move. A step in the wrong direction is a detour in the right direction. So I love everything that. always works out in the end. It does. It always works out in the end. It's having that faith and really following your dreams or your passions if you're unsure about the money, the money will come. It could take time, but it always comes when you're doing something that you love. So nothing comes from a comfort zone. And I believe that to be true. You know, the more we push ourselves, the more that we're able to then achieve. And then uh, the next door opens and the next door opens. But you have to make that leap of faith yourself. No one can do that for you. Sarah will be joining us on another episode of the podcast soon. If you want to hear more from Sarah, head to her podcast, A Life of Greatness. And you can also find her on the gram at Sarah Grinberg. Thanks for listening to Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new pep talks every day. Listener.